Hi, my name is Avery. I'm the editor of this podcast. I just wanted to give a little note before the start of the show that due to some of the technical limitations in Yemen and the style of which these interviews were conducted, you might hear some glitching and a few technical issues coming from the end of our sources. We did the best we can to make sure that this listening experience was an enjoyable one, and we hope that you're still able to enjoy the episode. Sir, the Bridge is a collaborative journalistic effort between the University of Arizona, the University of Aden, Hardmouth University, Piaz University, and the University of Sabah region. This is a nine-month cultural exchange project that includes talking about media practices in Yemen and the U.S. This podcast is intended to share the voices of these participating students, though their identities may be kept anonymous for student safety. This month's episode is a little bit different. We work with graduate student Cassie Silic on a final project for a disinformation and security course under the Global Media Program at the University of Arizona. The following interview is between our Al Jazeera students and Cassie, focusing on women in journalism and security. Thank you all so much for coming on to speak with me tonight. As mentioned before, your names, universities, or any other identifying information will not be used, but could you please tell us your age and school level and tell us what you love about media? Hi, and I am 21 years old, and I am in the third the college. Uh, actually, I entered the media because I love the photography and montage and things that related to this. So I entered the media to not, uh, to, I mean, to expand in this part, in this field, especially documentaries. So um, my dream is produce a documentary film from my, uh, from my photos. And I will, uh, I will do this in China in the future. Uh- Hi everybody, how are you well? I'm so glad to be with you. I'm 20 years old, I study in Britain media at the second years. Uh, what I love about the media is that I carry a sublime and honest message that I can't be to people who trust me. That's it. Perfect, thank you so much. And let's start by discussing a little bit about women in the media. Um, in what capacities or extent are women included in media or not a part of media? Um, could you please speak about the roles of women in journalism in Yemen? Also, um, if, if you can, in general, about the challenges that women may face as journalists or how would one even navigate through those set of circumstances when reporting or working on the news? And how do students coming up in the field of journalism envision their work ahead, the future for women journalists? Okay, uh, actually, the place in Yemen for women is very tiring. Um, let us be frank that Yemen is a backward society, unfortunately, an Eastern and tribal <clears throat> tribal society with wars. And also, there are a lot of difficulties that women face more than men, even grants. 
and we see actually all the opportunities and travels are always granted to men alike women <clears throat> and actually uh, women are restricted in the sense of speech and here um, actually I want to add it, uh, one point to that why are men usually afraid from women journalists in order not to compete with them so they fear women to occupy the biggest and best position in the praise for that they expose them to difficulties and marginalize uh, yeah women in yemen have played a major role in the field of media as they have appeared in the field of journalism as a writer editor broadcaster on television or radio uh, and a photographer also, they have a role in the media, but not a bigger role uh, for the reasons of some wrong customs and uh, traditions over the year. Uh, the policy of the Arab media also contributes to the destruction of the image of women. Women have a greater appearance in a media broadcast, but the standards are not equitable. The shape of the face, body, and age all these the important things uh, to be accepted as a broadcaster also all arab magazines have uh, dedicated the sections for women that talk about uh, cosmetics fashion trends and the importance of marriage living beha- behind her mind culture and uh, uh, scientific achievements uh, in addition, the, the challenge that women face in this field uh, is the uh, people's words uh, and humiliation of women's opinions. Uh, a woman doesn't publish news or any media content online unless she sees under the comments all kinds of slander uh, and weakening uh, of her. Uh, and uh, finally, I believe that the new generation uh, has become more aware than those before them. And I hope that we all work to change the level of journalism and a society's uh, view of Yemeni women working in the media for the better. I wanted to ask, you know, some women students have indicated it was a challenge for them to go into journalism for um, a college degree. Could you talk a little bit about how journalism is perceived for women in Yemen and um, the societal norms sometimes not supporting this type of work? In general, can you talk about some of the ways women have had breakthroughs in this area and how they can navigate through the context safely? Uh, Yeah, Um, like me, uh, when I want to... uh... Uh, during the, to the media, my family are, uh, refused this, but uh, I try and try. Uh, and uh, Yemeni women have uh, been treated this custom with a difference, uh, in a difference, uh, passion, struggle, uh, and not listening to the bad opinions of society about it, and only cared for their work and passion. Also, uh, is there any general, general information that you can speak about related to media outlets in Yemen and how they may, I guess, generally provide security for women journalists protection for these assignments in their scope of work. In terms of uh, security, there is no security. 
if the media person is a man or a woman, the situation is somewhat and um, somewhat um, and unstable. Mm. Actually, there are uh, many uh, assist, um, assassina uh, assassinations uh -huh. and kidnaps or kidnaps of uh, media professionals and journalists. There are gangs studying this thing out of everything. So it's a natural to worry and to aspect something like this to happen to me or to happen to others also. Could you speak a little bit about, I guess, the norms in Yemen related to women in broadcast journalism work? Are women ever on video news or is it just mostly like audio context or radio programming or in what capacity are women I guess allowed to contribute to media or because of safety you know what what is what do you primarily see as an audience member is it mostly just um women on video audio or or i guess news like a uh, uh, written or typed women have a greater experience in a media broadcast uh, but, the uh, but the standards uh, are not equitable. The shape of the face, body, and age, uh, all these uh, are important things uh, to be accepted uh, as a broadcaster. Got it. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, now we're going to switch over into talking about digital security. Um, in general, do y'all practice digital security with your own social media platforms? And if you do, can you talk a little bit about in general how you keep safe online or are you concerned about your safety with all these digital um, um, security issues happening? About me, exactly. Uh, I will use a fake account. But here, there may be no credibility. So I can, I can avoid posting anything that puts me at risk or I will stay away from posting anything that puts me at risk because we enter, we enter this measure not knowing that the war would take place. So first and foremost, the race has many aspects actually, like culture, sports, human, literary, and others. I specialize or focus on these aspects and stay away from any aspects of political exactly or political life or anything that related to words. Uh, in Yemen, you must be careful while using social media uh, to mention your city. Uh, the majority is keen not uh, to fully disclose uh, their political, religious, and sexual opinions because of fear for their city. Uh, so some people tend to create websites with fake names uh, to speak freely and without fear. Got it. Okay. And in terms of that, so you're talking about like aliases when they create different profiles. Um, are they scared that they're ever going to get found out who they are or are they more comfortable just doing that and so that way they can speak more freely about what's going on? Yeah, and I also have to account an account with fake name so that I can express my real opinions 
an account with my name, but uh, uh, I do not have complete freedom of ex expression to express it. If the war makes it difficult to be out in person, how does one live a full life on the internet without jeopardizing their identity? Can that, can that be done? Um, actually, for this question, um, use a, a fake account. But here, there may be no credibility. So okay. uh, the people uh, will not be um, believe in you, I mean. So about me in this point exactly, I will avoid posting anything that puts me at risk or I stay away from posting anything that puts me at risk. We, because actually uh, uh, when we enter this uh, special, um, uh, specially, uh, specialty, not knowing that a war would talk place. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes. Uh, first and for for uh, foremost, and uh, here uh, the press has many actually uh, uh, aspects like culture, sports, human, liter um, liter uh, literary, and others. So I sp uh, specialize or focus on these aspects, and I will posting about this thing. I will uh, give a news about this thing and stay away from any aspects of political life or anything related to wars. Got it. Thank you so much for that. That that makes 100% um, sense in terms of that. I would do the same thing. Um, so, and, and that brings us back to individuals do have aliases online as well. Um, I guess what else I wanted to ask you was, to what extent do you think that um, media impacts individuals and students and journalists in terms of, um, you know, if there's a retribution or not in that landscape or that environment, is it a negative impact? Is it a positive impact on students and journalists in general? Ah, okay. Um, yes, uh, threats, violence and revenge against journalists in Yemen have reached the point of kidnapping, killing, and unjustified detonation. So this affects students, journalists, and media people in living certain areas are not being um, natural, uh, naturally uh, present in the area in which they live. Life, I mean, sorry, life. It may also reach the end of normal life that allow, allow, allows you, even to a small um, extent, to be within the gather. I mean, uh, within, uh, um, I mean, to be within the 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 govern uh, govern uh, nor governorates of Yemen. Thank you so much for your time and insight. I, this has been wonderful. Like I said, I think Yemen's a beautiful country, the religion, everything. And I just want you guys to continue to um, be able to uh, pursue your dreams, right? Whether they're in media, you know, any facet, taking pictures, making art, uh, you know, reporting entertainment, anything that you would love to do and that you're just so 
passionate about. I, I, I really value you as women and as individuals and as well as um, I think it's wonderful that y'all have come on here tonight to talk with me and you're so brave and strong and I have nothing but respect for both of you and I'm so grateful to have met both of you and I, I just love speaking to both of you and thank you so much again. Um, I appreciate you both. I really do. Our thanks goes out to the two subjects who agreed to this interview. Cassie Sillick, Professor Janine Relly, Professor Shannon Connor, Reem Jazim, JT Thorpe, Christian Barak, Brett Farah, and Pascal Albright. This podcast was produced and edited by Avery Martinez.